Hi and welcome to the Magic Lantern Show. I have with me my my loyal uh, co-host Ronald Weebsley. <laughs> Ronald Weebsley. All right. <laughs> We're killing Wait. it. Hi, Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're the official podcast of Butterbeer Anonymous. Yeah, I, I could agree with that. Butterbeer's pretty lit. It is. I've never had alcoholic butterbeer. Just the just the kid stuff. All right, Austin. What are we talking about today? <laughs> um, oh, that's dead silence. Easier on the end of that. <laughs> Thanks. Um, we're talking Harry Potter's four through six, which, if I'm not mistaken, are Goblet of Fire, Order of the Phoenix, and the Half Blood Prince. Correct, Mundo. Yes. Um. What's four about? <laughs> so, this is the real angsty, in my opinion. Probably one of the most angsty out of the This series. one? Really? If you really think about it, like, there's so much petty bullshit that's going on. There's a lot of relationship teenage kid stuff going on. Correct. Like, yeah, there's more going on in five, and we'll talk about that later. But, like, in terms of, like, just petty drama, like, this is, like, the epitome of teenage drama in high school. <laughs> so, did, last time, did we, like, talk about what the story was, or did we just jump in? Um, we kind of did a little bit of both, as far as I remember. So, um, you're gonna have to fill me in on the story of four. There's, uh, there's a tournament that, there's, like, a Super Bowl Olympics that the kids do every, how often does the thing go on? Um, which one? The, the, Quidditch Cup? Uh, no, the the other. What's what's the one the tri- kids do? The Tri Wizard Tournament. It's yes. every year. Oh, it's every year. As far as I'm aware, yeah. Then Hokan, Hokan. This is. Why don't they show it in other movies? Why is it only his fourth year? You don't have to double check that. Um, the reason why I think is, give me two seconds. I think it's. I'll because... let you look up info. I'll talk about what the movie's about. Uh, they're having the Olympics at Harry's school, and. He's not supposed to be in it, but guess what? He ends up in it. And it's probably having to do with Voldemort. Right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> no, it actually it is the first time in 202 years that the Triwizard Tournament will be held. What? So, is that just why? I guess that's just like I don't know. That's just what it says. I hmm. thought it was every year, and like every year they did like three different schools, but I guess I was wrong. Yeet. Yeet. JK is rolling in her grave. <laughs> She's not even dead! She's dead to me. <laughs> um, what the fuck? Harry should have ended up with Hermione, we all know it. Just Anyways. Um, so, so three other schools show up to their school, and they do a thing where they pull a name out of a hat. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, Harry's name is in it. And they're all like, oh, he's not even supposed to be in it because you're only supposed to be, you're supposed to be 17 and older in order to do it. And everybody's bitching and throwing a fit because they're like, oh, he's in it. Why does he get to do it? Now the rest of us can't. And yep. he's like, he's like, bro, I don't even want to do this shit. I've been through enough. Thank you. And they're like, but you're the chosen one. And he's like, I'm not the chosen one. My... My, I like I like this one a lot. I think it's pretty good. 
See, everybody always shits on this movie. Oh, like, I like this one. <laughs> that uh, It's honestly, like, four and five are probably tied for my favorite. Really? Yes. Okay. Because I I love how it kind of, it brings, it's, it's kind of like the arc for part, a lot of the plot for this one. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, obviously Voldemort comes back. Like, he, the, he's literally resurrected from from literally bones <laughs> and yeah, in the movie he's like a little bony creepy like thing he's literally right. like i don't want to say like a succubus but like he's like a little know. baby fetus he's all like curled up right and just. it's just like it for me it, it's very pivotal for what's gonna happen in the next well technically three books but four movies yeah i mean like he's the real he's the real threat the real threat has shown up correct right? and everything everything prior to this was just building up to this so like sidekicks and fake outs and bullshit correct um uh, so in in the tournament you got to do some some tasks let's talk about those let's talk about the fact that what order do they come in Hold on. Let's, let's go in order. It's the dragons, and then the, the swimming with the mer people, and then trying to save whichever person that they gotta save, and then they gotta do the the maze. So the... Which actually, with the maze, we'll, there's actually supposed to be like a sphinx type thing, which they had to exclude from the movie. Oh, I remember that. Okay, so so number one, they gotta fight dragons. Let's, can we talk about the fact that, like, everybody else was, like, was prepared for this shit and they had like other stuff going on and Harry was like I'm just gonna use a broom like that just shows like how poorly <coughs> they like set him up yeah <laughs> they set him up to fail yeah literally. they're like oh well uh get with Matt get, get with Matt I he'll help you and then it, which is already shady as shit. He walks in looking all like drunk and like hobbling around everywhere. Yeah. Oh, but it's like can I, set... Yeah, go ahead. Can I quickly address that this movie is the one where people say Dumbledore is not book Dumbledore because he's he's mean in this one. This is when he starts getting mean. <laughs> he I yells just... at Harry. He knows for a fact Harry didn't put his fucking name in here, but he's like Harry Potter, and you're like, whoa, Dumbledore. But like, I. See, and I have to disagree with people on this, like, yeah, because I've read the books, clearly, but, like... I think we talked about this last time. But, like, there's no... I don't like Mean Dumbledore, but you're like, no, Mean Dumbledore is the Dumbledore. No, it makes no sense for him to remain so calm about it. It makes absolutely no sense. Are you saying he knows what's going on, he's just, he's just panicking? Yes. Okay. Okay. See, that's how I'm taking that. And everybody's like, oh, well, he's being a douchebag. And it's like, no, I, the, you're, you guys are you guys are taking it wrong. Because in the books, he's not freaking out. He's just kind of like sitting back going, okay, this is cool. Which, that's shady. That's shady as shit. <laughs> At least with, you know, with him going, what the fuck? What, you know, like, what, what, did you do it? Did you not? And he'll freaking out like that. At least it, it kind of justifies like, hey, he knows what's essentially going on but is harry really like he's just trying to cover his bases if he's really doing something or not yeah and that's how i took it and a lot of people will disagree with me on that facts um there's a reporter what's her name fucking rita skeeter 
fuck that bitch. She's like the Wizarding World TMZ. Not even the TMZ. She's like she's the Wizarding version of the National Enquirer. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She just like let me get gossip, and if there's not gossip, I'm just gonna make up gossip. Pretty much. Um. So the dragons. He fights a dragon. That's it's a pretty decent dragon for the time, I think. Well, it, they did very well with it, in my opinion, but. The fact that he got the hardest dragon too. Like everybody else got like the piddly ass little one. And then he's got the meanest one. The one that will kill anything. Yeah. And was able to get get the egg that he needed with a fucking broom. Like, Harry, you got skills, bro. Bruh. He's the chosen one. Um, And then after that, they take an egg and you have to do a thing with the egg, which he doesn't know what to do. Yeah, because then it starts like that big shriek and everybody freaks out like, what the hell? And then Cedric, Cedric, old boy, Edward, Edward comes up and goes, yo, dip it in some water. <laughs> Put a little water on it. Put a little suds in there. Take a bath. <laughs> you smell you're greasy. Um, <laughs> you greasy. Um... <laughs> Uh, so he takes it in the bathroom, and uh, the kind of cute, kind of creepy ghost girl. What's her name? Myrtle, the one that I went trick or treating as for like four years. Yeah, Myrtle definitely would fuck Harry in this movie. <laughs> she was ready to fuck any guy that's in that room. She's uh, thirsting. So, so he he figures out that uh, weird mer people are holding someone he loves hostage. Not. No. Yes and no. He's just saying. They're just saying, like, you have to come retrieve some shit. Because it doesn't okay. specify what. So- See, I want to, right here, I want to preface or, like, acknowledge the fact that I think I don't like the format of the movie because I want to see more of what the other people do. Like, we're going to get to what, how Harry decides he's going to go underwater. Right. But we never really figure out what other people's strategies are until it's, like, in the moment and unimportant. Well, and to be fair, though, it really doesn't specify it either, either in the book like it doesn't really right. go into that type of detail so how does he figure out he's going to go underwater what does he use he uses gillyweed and here's the thing mad eye again which he swoops in kind of yeah you know whatever and he gets neville to help him with it because neville's like her biology major like 2.0 yeah, and he's like, "Oh, you can have some gillyweed," and everybody else has got this fucking bubble on their face. Like, doesn't Crumb turn into a a shark? Yes, he turns into a shark. That's fucking dope. I said Harry just has gills or some bullshit. Like, right? He's got some some little ass gills and 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 some webbing. Like, like it, it's it. I think it looks a little weird, but I mean, yeah. I suppose like considering what 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 it is i mean whatever but who does who does who's this person to save ron because both ron because both ron and hermione were taken yeah because oh oh there's a there's a dance i don't know when the dance is but there's a dance i love that dance isn't that after i don't know but it's like that dance is the culmination of like Ron likes Hermione, but Ron's being a dick so ron and harry go with the indian girls right the the yeah the indian twin sisters and then she's going with Victor Crumb because Crumb wants to get some. And Hermione's like, okay. Pretty much. Let I me mean, let's and then she kind of sasses Ron and goes, 
Well, if you wanted to go, you should have fucking asked. Facts. Ron's a big whiny bitch. This is where Ron starts being like a big baby about like Harry and Hermione. And he's like, I like Hermione. And then sometimes he's like, I think Harry likes Hermione. And you're just like, shut up, Ron. Well, and like you get anybody. <laughs> well, this that this is why I'm like, this is just the epitome of teenage trauma. Like this yeah. is this is freshman year of high school bullshit. And it like <laughs> it's so angsty and I love it. It makes me laugh because they're so stupid. Um, where do we go from here? So, uh, their last, the last mission, at least I'm going to describe the movie, is it's basically the maze from The Shining, but there's tree limb monsters, right? Correct. Um, which I guess in the book would make more sense if you had to do like a, a sphinx. Does the sphinx do like riddles or something? Yeah, th- I don't remember the exact part about, about it, but like, I think considering that they took that out, everybody was pissed about that. I think it worked for what it was. Yeah, definitely. It, I feel like a talking sphinx would make the movie seem weird. Like, it's such a, it's like everything, this is when they start kind of getting serious. Exactly. Like, not you, whimsical. You, you can tell that the that the tone's getting a lot darker throughout the movie. Yeah, and, especially yep. in, the, in the maze, because we kill off our old boy guy from Twilight. Which, low-key, I was real salty about it, but, like, because Cedric, he didn't do shit wrong. Like, yeah, it's just, Cedric is, like, the least, like, there's, so the three schools were, um... Obviously Hogwarts, Bowbatons, Hogwarts, and, um, Durmstrang. I'm guessing Durmstrang is crumbs. It's, Correct. like, it's, like, uh, the Holy. drunk, <laughs> it's, like, the drunk, almost Russia, yeah, of... Of, um, what do you call it? The Wizarding World. Wizarding World. And then they get the one where it's all girls? Is yep. it all girls school? Yep, that's Bo Battens. And they're like the French hoity-toity high-class posh one. Correct. Which, I think Fleur's useless. <laughs> I think she's one of the most useless characters in the series. Is she their competitor? Yes. Yeah, I know nothing about her to the point where I didn't know her name. <laughs> like... At least Crumb is established as being, like, a good athlete. So you're like, okay. Well, because she's also a Vila. Like, she's part Vila, which is, like, she can, like, A lizard. It's a Vila monster. (laughs) Well, it's, like, she can kind of, like, entrance guys to, like, do shit for them. And she's able to, So she's, like, a succubus or a siren or something? Yeah, kind of. Like, her mom is a Vila, so she's, like, half. Huh. But no. you, I never get that at all in the movie. But that's why all of the dudes, like Ron and everybody else, was like, oh, she's hot. Oh, shit. But do they establish that? Or no. is it just like... They didn't, but it's implied. Through See, I don't even know her name, and I don't know her backstory. She's just like a cardboard cutout that just like... <laughs> Crumb's almost useless, except that he's sleeping with Hermione. And, and, and he, he plays and, a sport. Yeah, he can... He can... He's a good seeker, apparently. <laughs> um, Cedric, I you don't know enough about Cedric's a Hufflepuff, yeah? Yes, he is. Hufflepuff. Yo, Puff Life. <laughs> Hufflepuff. Uh, uh, yep, I'm on that Hufflepuff. You're not. You're Ravenclaw, aren't you? No. Are you Gryffindor? No, I'm a Hufflepuff. Fuck yeah, Hufflepuff Life. Fuck yeah, boy. I feel like Brandon would probably be like a Gryffindor. <laughs> No, for whatever reason, I think he's actually a Slytherin. We're going to have to get him. We'll have to get Jake to do it, too, because I need to know. I feel like Jake's a Slytherin. Yes, definitely. There's no way Jake is not a Slytherin. 
Like, uh, Brandon could go either way. He could be Gryffindor or he could be Slytherin, depending on what it is. Yeah. I think, I think he could do either way. He'll end up with a Hufflepuff, too, and we'll just all squat up. Squad. Um, uh, so, Cedric, our old boy Cedric from Twilight, he uh, he dies. Which was... He, he dies. I mean, we're not even... Hold on, we're not way. even talking about the... the so, uh, creepy rat guy throws fetus Voldemort into a cauldron, and then he becomes Rafe Fiennes uh, Voldemort. Yes. Yes. Um... That's weird. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, before he throws him into the pot, he kills he kills Cedric. Then he yeah. like he like chains Harry up with with that you know statue. You know, cuts him, gets the blood, takes the bone from his father's grave, and throws all that shit into the pot. Then he throws it in there. Yeah, it's gross. Um, <laughs> ugh. And then Harry and Voldemort have like a long conversation about shit, and then they have a they have a Dragon Ball Z style battle where it's just two lasers trying to like, um, what do you call it? Like hit each other? You know what I mean? Yeah, it kind of reminds me almost like a Star Wars type of fight per se. Yeah, yeah, it's just two colorful beams, and they're trying to like do a thing. Um, and then they he defeats Voldemort, right? He doesn't or, defeat him. He he just he was able to break away far enough to where he could get back to the cup and take Cedric's body back. Oh yeah, because the cup's a teleporter. Correct. It's a port key. Thank you. Um, and See, I, takes... as a kid, I always called it a porkity because <laughs> for whatever re- <laughs> because for whatever reason, I would I would read it too quickly and I would switch it. It's not even like yeah. I'm dyslexic. I was just dumb. I was just dumb. I think there's a lot of words in Harry Potter that when I was like eight, I probably pronounced one way. And now that I'm older, I'd be like, I would not. Okay, so he brings dead Twilight Boy out, and it's super sad. Um, And then he figures out that Mad-Eye Moody is not Mad-Eye Moody. He's the 10th Doctor. He is the 10th Doctor. So my problem with that is they do not do enough in this movie to establish who that is. Um, well... Until it happens. Like, no. you, you kind of hear of him, right? No, because there's actually a flashback that he he actually goes into where... No, but I'm saying that's afterwards. So I'm saying, like, before the no. movie leads up to it. No. There's nothing. There, no, that there's one before. Okay, why would it before? Because... Okay, so I'm going to go back because we established this a little bit. It's about halfway into the movie where Harry goes into one of Dumbledore's flashbacks. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he's sitting in on um, Igor Karkaroff's uh, appeal to get out of Azkaban. Yeah. And he's naming off all these different names about the torture and kill of, uh, of various people throughout the wizarding world. And then he brings... Actually... Barty Crouch Jr. is actually sitting in there, and Barty Crouch Sr. is the is the judge or whatever. Yeah. And then he brings up the Frank the the Frank and Alice torture. You know, this was done by this. You know, by Barty Crouch Jr. And then everybody's like, "Yeet, what? He's right there." And that's when they detain him, and that's why he's in prison. And no one ever knew that he fucking escaped from Azkaban somehow. And yeah, that's when when we finally were able to reveal that. Um. Mad Eye wasn't actually Mad Eye. Harry was like, "Oh my god, oh my god, <laughs> I've seen this guy before." 
an actual Mad Eyes in a box. Yeah, and then earlier on in the movie, there was that Snape actually had approached Harry about like, I know you're making Polyjuice potion, like you need to cut that shit out. Quit stealing from my shit. And Harry's oh, like, yeah. and Harry's like, boy, I don't want to drink that shit again. <laughs> yeah, it's it's there's there's a lot towards the end of this movie that sets up for future stuff. Oh God, yeah. Um. Yeah, it's just I don't know. Hang on one second. I'm actually gonna pull something up because it actually kind of relates to what I was about to say. Because it was actually like roasting the shit out of like Voldemort. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna have to try to find it later because it was really funny. Because he was like Voldemort is like the useless is the most useless wizard in ever. Like Dumbledore lived to like 150 or whatever bullshit. Oh, I think I saw that. Um, and then they're like, "Oh, this is the Hermione," and then they're like, "Oh, never mind. Here's Ron." <laughs> So, so overall, what do you think about this movie? Like I said, I I thoroughly enjoy this movie a lot. Like I said, it's tied with five for me. I like that it it's the arc of what's gonna happen, and it it it's right. It's it brings a lot of tricky concepts that are in the book, and it it projects them fairly well, in my opinion. A lot of people shit on this there wasn't the sphinx and oh you know this thing didn't happen or oh this wasn't this and it's like you gotta realize this book is huge like yeah this is when they start getting thick yes and it's like this book i believe don't quote me on it but i want to say it's 780 pages long jesus like like i said don't quote me on it but i think that's how long it is but it's like Um, how are you gonna like shit on that when it's a big fucking book for sure i i really like this one this one's probably one of my top ones uh 734 pages damn um i don't know if you realize yet chelsea you don't know which one's my favorite yet i think you said one was your favorite no i said one is close i'd say one and four are the runners up um the next one you're going to have to help me out with because I don't remember too well is Order of the Phoenix. Correct. And um, I could not for the life of you tell you the plot of this movie. Really? Um, I just remember there's a flash. The, the cover of the book is blue. Oh, no. So I really got to lead on this one. And hold on, hold on. I'm just trying to run through my head of like, is this the Voldemort Army one? Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a... Harry loves an Asian girl, and then there's the mean teacher. Yeah, pretty much. And there's a room of requirement? Yep. I need to run through what the plot is. Give me a broad plot. (laughs) Okay. So. Two hours later. Yeah, pretty much. Um, (laughs) He, Harry is initially actually expelled from Hogwarts in, in here to try to because he 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 used his magic to save his cousin from the dementors that are that just come out of fucking nowhere. His cousin became a wankster. He did. He really did. Like 
early 2000s wankster baggy pants basketball jersey cricket hat <laughs> like he did it was, i thought that was a weird twist on it to be very honest i think i was just trying to be uh more t- see but i think that doesn't make sense because you go to hogwarts when you're 10 right 10 or 11 ish yeah and we're like five books in but the harry potter books and technically movies take place in the late 90s yeah right so why would he, he wouldn't be a wankster? He'd be like some grungy kid. See, I think the movies try to do a good job of being like it's the nineties. You got to remember that with the nineties, though, like it was either you're grungy or you're like want to be hip, you know, want to be like hip. Yeah. So I think I think that always like if you were to watch the movies, I don't think anything in it tells you that it's the nineties. Correct. Right. The book, like you book tell. one, definitely mentions somebody getting a PlayStation. Right? Yes. Yeah, so it definitely tells you, like, hey, this is the 90s, and then, like, that lore has dates attached to it. But, like, this really, it, it, it leaves it very ambiguous. Yeah. That's super weird. Um, I mean, I but it's probably easy, though, because they don't have, like, you don't really see cars too much. No, not really. Oh, there's a train station at some point? Okay, so, I'm sorry, the plot. Harry got expelled. Yeah, Harry technically gets expelled because of the fact that he used magic to save himself and Dudley from the Dementors. Um, it was actually reversed at, at a hearing. Um, then he's taken to the... It's it's actually Sirius's house, but they use it as like the meeting place for the Order of the Phoenix, which is the name of the, the book or whatever. Um, it's actually an organization that was actually found by Dumbledore. And... They tell Harry that the Ministry of Magic is oblivious to the fact that Voldemort's actually back. They don't believe it. They're, they think it's all a lie. The government, and, am I right? Yes, the government thinks it's a lie, that everybody's you know full of bullshit, and that, you know, whatever. So, what, they go back to Hogwarts. Um, Fudge actually appoints a new Defense Against the, Heart, defense against the Arts teacher. This fucking bitch. <laughs> the true villain of the series. Yeah, pretty much. Like everybody else in this series, like I can understand why they, why they are the way they are. Not this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Umbridge, dude. Umbridge. So, yeah, that's such a good name for a villain too. Ugh, I hate her, and she she off the bat like calls Harry out in class and tells him that he's a liar and that. Everything that he's ever been through is a lie, and that he's full of shit. And he's just like, "Uh, go fuck yourself. You don't know what I've been through." And so she sends him to detention. And then whenever he's writing, "I will not tell lies," it's carving that into his skin, which is abuse. This children is considered child abuse. Yeah, she's horrible. Like, she's just no. So he, he doesn't report this shit to Dumbledore because Dumbledore is like all like angsty. I got shit to deal with. Yeah. Um, so so this movie's mainly like they're trying to Harry's trying to create a secret army to fight Voldemort, but he's trying to hide it from this this bitchy teacher who is trying who's essentially taking over the school on per the government. Yeah, they got janitor guy throwing up signs. I remember that. The entire wall, and it's actually falling over. Yeah, that's funny. Um, 
I feel like this one has less, I don't want to say substance, but like that broad, like Harry, Goblet of Fire's got a lot of stuff going on. So mm-hmm. this one's pretty straight line, like they're making an army and they're just trying not to get caught. Well, and then there's kind of like some low key shit going on too. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Harry having a vision about, you know, Arthur Weasley getting attacked. Like in the in the view of like his attacker, yeah. Um, and Dumbledore actually gives Snape like the permission to teach Harry. It's called oculomancy, and which is to like kind of put like that barrier up on his mind, so he so Voldemort can't like, you know, tap into it. Yeah, and vice versa. So because of this, it actually is creating more of a rift between Harry and everybody else because he's just like, I don't know what's going on. Like, uh, shit's shit's hitting the fan. I I don't know what to do with my life. Like, everything's just no. (laughs) I feel Harry in this stage starts getting, like, every movie, something happens to him and he tells his friends, like, no, I have to do this alone. I found that super annoying about Harry's character. To be fair, once you get further down, it I understand why. <laughs> uh, so this in movie, this, in this one, in, in this oh. particularly, this is something that's super hard. I feel like as a, as a teenager of the hit of his age to be going through something like that, to have to be worried about, you know, essentially your best friend's dad getting attacked, or you know, if your worst enemy is literally yeah. tapping into your head, like that's something that. They can't understand that. Like, so the, this movie, this movie is like about a kid who thinks he's going to be attacked, but the adults won't believe him. And one of the adults who doesn't believe him is also abusing him, uh-huh. and he's also trying to deal with teenage issues. Correct. That's this movie. Um, I really don't have too much to say about it. There's, doesn't this one have that funny scene where Daniel Radcliffe is like twelve people? No, 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 no. That's a different one. Oh, yeah. That's probably the next one? I think so, yeah. But yeah, no, 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 no. There's more. So, so this one. What, what do you think of this one? Uh, well, there's more. Oh, you said there, this is like your favorite one. Yeah, there's more. We're oh. only like halfway through the, through the movie, my friend. Oh, please go. <laughs> so, after, so he's, you know, tap. he's trying to protect himself or whatever. Yeah. Um. This is where Bellatrix actually comes into into play. Uh, is that Helena Bottom Carter? Yes, it is. She's like kind of hot in a gross way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, you're the one that said it, and I have to agree. Like she's like damn. party's like ooh damn goth girls, and then party's like nah she 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 too much. <laughs> right. So she actually breaks out of Azkaban with other Death Eaters. Um, Umbridge creates. What's a Death Eater? Death Eater's the bad people. It's all of Voldemort's fucking followers. His cult. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't think we just... I, I'm asking because I don't think we established that before while talking about these. I thought we did. Uh, I, oh, well. If Voldemort is Charles Manson, they're, they're other Charles Mansons. Pretty much. Okay. So, Umbridge... Go, go ahead. Umbridge creates her own little squad like of little fucking tattletales or whatever. So, they... Harry starts training a bunch of people into actually... Isn't Draco in it? Yes, Draco's little bitch ass. Little ferret fucker. <laughs> so Harry starts teaching people actually how to be, you know, good defensive 
you know, wizards or whatever, since he's the only one that knows enough about defense against the dark arts in, in that school to be able to do anything. So he mm-hmm. teaches them how to do that shit. Um, so then they actually, that group actually goes out to the Ministry of Magic to try to get the, it's a, actually a bottled prophecy. Uh, it's something that Voldemort's actually after. Oh shit, yeah, I remember this one. Yep. I thought this so, was the other one. No. So this one, the Death Eaters actually meet them there and they all start like attacking like the kids. Yeah. It's like a battle. So, yeah. The and then all of this was a setup to get all of them into there to get Harry into the Death Eaters' grasp to try it's to like, kill him. It's a trap. Yeah, it was all a setup by Voldemort to get him to go there. Harry refuses to give up that prophecy. Um, everybody starts fighting each other. Um, then the Order of the Phoenix shows up and, you know, starts helping them out because whatever. Yeah. Draco's dad, he drops the prophecy, breaks the shit. Everybody, like, freaks out. And then Sirius gets killed by fucking Bellatrix, who is his cousin. You bitch. Helena Bonham Carter, what the fuck? I love her, though. I do, too, but what the She's, fuck? like, great in everything. <laughs> like, to her credit, she is crazy as fuck in this movie. Oh, my God, yeah. Like, dude. Is this the one where... Oh, shit. I don't... Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I don't want to say it and spoil it. What's the one where Hermione is pretending to be her? That's seven. See, we're not even, like, close to that yet. Yeah, no. We'll she is... I think Helena Bottom Carter is really good in this movie at just, like, chewing up scenery and feeling, like, really evil. Oh, God, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Sirius is dead. Yeah, Sirius dies. Voldemort, di- you know, disapparates. And that's when everybody has to come to realization that he's actually fucking back. Like Harry said, but no one wanted to believe him. Yeah. And then Fudge is actually, you know, he's forced to admit that shit, and he's forced out of being the Minister of Magic as a disgrace. Because he's a shithole. Because he's a shithole. And then Umbridge is thrown out and everything goes back to normal for the most part. So the prophecy actually states neither can live while the other survives. So it's basically telling him that one of them has to die. Which kid? No, the, the prophecy. Harry's, yeah. Harry has to come to terms with it that neither can live while the other survives. So... It's either him that has to die or Voldemort that has to die. Okay, gotcha. I wonder who it's going to be. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, so, you really like this one. Why is this one your favorite? It, like I said, it's tied. Yeah. But, again, it kind of, it's, it's one of, four and five are the arcing points for, you know, everything else is going to be happening. Like, yeah. it's, these two are the biggest chunk of the actual plot, in my opinion. Uh, there's a lot going, like so much stuff going on in this one that I thought part of it was six. Exactly. There's just so much going on in these two, to where you it keeps you interested as well. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't feel as meandering as I would say some of the later ones might get at some point. Oh God, yeah. Um. Yeah, I think this one's pretty good. I feel like this one, color scheme-wise, is even darker. Like, they progressively keep just getting, like... Oh, yeah. This one does a good job of, like, representing the cover of the book, too. It's like that... 
the blues Black. and grays and yeah just very kind of muted of those colors like it's just it's it brings on the more somber and depression that he's probably going through yeah um so the next one harry is... potter and the half-blood prince yeah i uh don't remember much of this one oh come I know on spoilers <laughs> snape is the half-blood prince Oh, and Harry's dad cyberbullied him. <laughs> well, yeah, James is kind of a shithead. Uh, Snape wanted to have sex with Harry's mom, and they were totally cool. And then Harry's dad cyberbullied him into being, uh, pardon my language, a school shooter. So that's why he didn't like Harry Potter this whole time, because he kind of looks like his dad. Kind of. Yeah. So... So please, what is what is the actual plot of this movie? Oh no. See, Brandon, this is why you should have been fucking involved because oh. I'm literally telling him I'm literally telling everything. Like what the fuck? Yeah. So for everyone else, Brandon was supposed to join in on this one, but Brandon got cholera on the Oregon Trail and uh <laughs> he had to die. Um yeah, he's a scrub. Like, I don't know. Once you get to the later movies, I start just, like, everything... Everything five onward feels like it was one movie, and I can't discern which one it happened in. What the fuck? So, yes. All I know, uh, Snape got bullied. That's this movie. So, okay. To kind of start off, it kind of opens up with people getting killed. Again. <laughs> um... Lucius, well, Lucius, Lucius, however you want to pronounce it, um, he gets thrown to Azkaban because of the fact that he's, you know, a Death Eater. Um, yeah. So Voldemort actually takes Draco to carry out some of his missions now at Hogwarts. Narcissa and Bellatrix, they meet up with Severus to try to protect Draco. So yeah. that way... You know, Draco doesn't like get killed in the process because mm-hmm. he's doing this kind of at, at out of his own free will. Um. Mm-hmm. So and Snape, this is kind of where like everybody gets like conflicted because like he's kind of doing like secret agent on both sides of the Order of the Phoenix and for his Death Eaters. Yeah. So he makes an unbreakable vow with Narcissa to protect Draco. Um. Harry. He's now with Dumbledore, and he kind of just... Romantically. He's, he's with him romantically. Kisses. <laughs> so he goes to... They go to visit um, Horace Slughorn, who used to be a, a, the potions professor way back when. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been in hiding just because he's, like, paranoid of fucking everything. Um... He agrees to come back to Hogwarts to teach potions, so that way Snape can take over Defense Against the Dark Arts. Um, mm-hmm. So they go back, the, Dumbledore takes Harry back to Ron's house, and Hermione and Ron are both there, Fred and George are, new, are, are there. Um, they go to a new joke shop, you know, they go to visit Fred and George's joke shop down there. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And they end up seeing Draco in what they it's what's called Nocturne Alley with a bunch of uh Death Eaters. 
So they, so Harry's like, oh shit, he's a Death Eater now, boy. Ah, no. Yeah. And then Ron and Hermione are like, bitch, please, you freaking. So Harry hides using the invisibility cloak so he doesn't, like, you know, deal with anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, he's actually then petrified by Malfoy. Malfoy, like, I think he kicks him in the face and breaks his nose. <laughs> um, funny. Luna Lovegood, I love her. She's a sweetie. Luna Lovegood is the... So how much younger is Luna than the rest of them? Um, give she's me one. She's a first-year student, is she? No. She's in the same grade, I think. Hold on. Uh, she's, she's one Luna... year younger. She's one year younger. Luna is quite possibly one of my favorite Harry Potter characters. <laughs> she's such a sweetie, and I love her so much. She's so, like... But she, I think, once you get to this point... Once you already know Ron and Hermione as characters, so any decision they make is not like out of the ordinary. Correct. Luna shows up, and you're just like, you don't know what Luna's about. Luna's about everything and nothing. It, exactly, and like any, anything that Luna like says or does or anything, like it could be, you know, it could be just it's so random that you never know what she's gonna do. And it's usually for the good. Like, she, she, she means no harm by any stretch. Like, she's one of the sweetest people ever. Uh, she's just, what, she's just what is mistaken. Luna? She's a Ravenclaw. Of course she is. Uh, of course she is. You can just tell things about people. Leave her alone. And now, I, if I'm not mistaken, I have, a, I have a fact about her. She is technically related to Newt's commander, is she not? Um, the as far as I'm, I, as far as I'm aware, yes. Give it a googs. Give it a googs. Give it a googs for everybody else. Newt Scamander is the lead in the prequel series, Fantastic Beasts, and where to find him? I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. I know Newt is a Hufflepuff. She, um, because I have the. I found it. I found it. I found it. She marries a fellow naturalist named Rolf, the grandson of Newt Scamander. So she's by marriage, she's related to Newt Scamander. Correct. Which, in a way, Newt Scamander and her are similar, personality-wise. Oh my god, yeah. They're like eccentric animal lovers. Um, I think that's why I like her. She's just she's real, like eccentric. That's putting it lightly. <laughs> Doesn't she like try to hang her socks or something? I don't know what she was doing. I don't remember to be very honest. She's a nut, and but she's great. She's she's just she's good shit. I love her. Yeah. So later on, Harry and Ron, they they are borrowing textbooks from Slughorn's class. They're fighting over some books. Ron takes the good looking one, and Harry's like, "Fuck you, man! Why do I gotta get the raggedy shit?" Yeah. And Ron's just like, "I get all the raggedy shit in my house. Fuck off, mate." <laughs> Fuck off, mate. <laughs> so then he get Harry gets the shitty copy, and it turns out to actually be super helpful. Because everything in the book is wrong, but it, there's all these notes in it that make the potion correct, which is left by the notes of the Half-Blood Prince. Ooh. He excels in the class. Slughorn's like, hey, what up, bro? You got, some, you got some skills like your mama. And he ends up winning the Liquid Luck Potion, which Hermione's super fucking salty about it. She's like, bruh. I'm supposed to be the smart one. You're not smart. See, this is the teenage drama, though. It's not that. It's it's kind of. Eh. 
So Ron becomes the keeper of the Quidditch team. Then fucking Lavender's annoying ass shows up. Who's Lavender? The girlfriend that Ron has. Oh, yeah, she's terrible. <laughs> she's so annoying. Is our right, point of contention, isn't Lavender black in the books? I thought so. And then the movies, she's black in like one movie, but the movie where she's important, she's white. As far, yeah, that's, that's what I thought though. I thought what do you. Go ahead. I, while we're on this topic, where do you lie in the, the discussion on whether or not Hermione is white or black? It's so, imbi- it's so ambiguous. I don't care either way. No, I don't care either way. I think um, Emma Watson does a decent job either way. I think from the way I read it, when I took it as, you know, a white girl, personally. But if she was meant to be black or mixed or whatever... By all means, go for it. I don't really care. No cares. Um, so I'm sorry. Ron's got a girlfriend who used to be black, but she's not black now. Correct. She'll be she... black to me, damn it. Well, uh, she she went through some uh, vitiligo shit, like Michael Jackson. Sure, sure. <laughs> so Hermione gets all sad and depresso because of the fact that, like, you know, Ron's got a girlfriend now, and she's like, but I like Ron now. And then Harry's like, it's okay. I like Ginny and she's got a boyfriend. So I'm with you, fam. This one's all relationship drama. It is. And then, so Harry spends Christmas with them. Um, he starts, starts telling everybody, like, his suspicions about Draco with the order. And everybody is like, eh, you're overreacting. And then... Arthur then tells Harry later on like side side stuff going like hey uh, they're they're interested in that cabinet so be careful mm, so they yeah. get Bellatrix and Fenrir Greyback he's another Death Eater um they attack and burn down the burrow bur- yes yes I remember that sad and depresso so he they all get out. He saves Ginny because she gets, like, scooped up and, like, tried to get stoled off by by Death Eaters. Yeah. He saves them, and then the Order arrives, like, uber late. And then they fight him off or whatever. So then, when he go when they go back to Hogwarts, Dumbledore's, Dumbledore's like, hey, Slughorn possesses a memory of Voldemort and when he was a little kid. And we need that shit. So I'm going to need you to get that from me, boy. So. Because he has an altered version of it that Slughorn gave him. And Dumbledore's like, uh, that's not that's not true. I know something's up. Hmm. So. Mystery. Harry goes to try to get the information from him initially. And Slughorn's like, yeet, nope, this is not it. Nope. Ron in- accidentally drinks a love potion that was intended for Harry and actually has to go back to Slughorn. And so Ron gets all healed up and shit. And um, he actually tries to celebrate with some mead, which is like, I don't want to call it like whiskey. It's like beer. It, it's it's like a beer, but it's kind of like not at the same yeah. time. Um, Skyrim, they have it. mead. Slughorn it, it claims that he was trying to give it to Dumbledore, but it poisons Ron, and Harry has to save him after Slughorn's like, yeet, nope. 
Huh. So then Ron's just like, oh, Hermione, I want you. And then she's like, hey, 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 hey. And Lavender's like, fuck you, boy. I'm sure that's exactly what it all sounded like in the movie. <laughs> it's pretty much how it goes. Um, Harry so then, what's... Harry oh, confronts him, con- confronts Draco about the mead and the cursed necklace, and they fight, and it's some more shit. Um, Harry uses a curse to try to injure Malfoy, and then Snape knows that there's some, uh, that Harry's got that book. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ginny and Harry hide the book in the room of requirement, and then they kiss. Aww. They do have a not. So I-, I was watching that part, and I didn't think that was her when I saw it because it's completely out of character for her. <laughs> um, Harry then uses the liquid luck that he got earlier from Slughorn to try to get that memory that Dumbledore needs. Yeah, because he's just like, eh, whenever you can get it, get it. We need it. <laughs> so he gets the memory. Um, and I actually like this part of the movie because then he acts all like kind of like giddy drunk high type and he goes like the clicking like like the pincers <laughs> who does? Harry I don't remember this at all yeah when he takes the liquid luck he's like got like he reminds me of Peter Parker in um, Spider-Man 3 where he's got that, that swagger walk type thing where he's like oh god and he does that and he's like super like giddy or whatever and then like Slughorn and Hagrid they're getting drunk together and he's like I'd be more worried about the pincers and he does the Oh, I think I remember this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I die every time. I just have to rewatch these more. <laughs> you do. I'm, I'm, I'm upset. I, I had a discussion the other day that I wish I was a bigger Harry Potter fan because I like them. I think they're really good movies, and I'm gonna see a new one if it comes out. But I'm like, I'm not deep enough into like the lore. Get good scrub. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> So Harry gets the 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 information or whatever, and uh-huh. it actually was it, Tom Riddle was actually trying to get information on how to create a Horcrux, and Slughorn tells him how to do it, not knowing what the intention was for. So Dumbledore then concludes that Voldemort has been dividing his soul into seven pieces, which creates. Any- six horcruxes which two of them have already been destroyed which was the diary and the ring that, the ring uh, it was Marvolo Gaunt's ring so like I think it was his grandfather's ring or some shit like that so which movie was that in? it was earlier on that's why Dumbledore's hands all black okay um, he tried to do it kind of with the same thing with the, the basilisk fang but he just couldn't do it with it so he had to like just use magic and that's why it fucked up his hand um they travel to the the, the scary seaside cave okay so <laughs> i was i was drunk one night and watching this and they i believe they materialize on a there's a rock structure near the cave mm-hmm. that looks like a fin and because i was drunk i was like is that a fish <laughs> and I ended up laughing at my own joke for about 40 minutes. <laughs> and now it's become a, a, a staple in my home of just saying, is that fish? Whenever there's a fish on TV. 
I'm gonna have to rewatch it now and then like actually look for that. <laughs> I'm sure it probably doesn't even look like a fish fin, but I was just I was real drunk. Real drunk. I was ruined. <laughs> um, that's probably why I don't remember this movie very well. Probably. To be honest, we're almost done though. Uh, they do a creepy thing, and it's he's got a drink out of a thing. Yeah, he's got a drink of he. Harry tries to drink the potion, but Dumbledore's like, "Nah, we need you. I'll drink it." And then it's like super gross. So is it gross or is it poisonous or what? It's both. Both gross and poisonous. So, but so like your mom's cooking. No, my mom actually cooks very well. Thank you. That's that actually a... your mom. <laughs> what? No. My mom makes food that is most certainly done. <laughs> but it's like burnt. Yep. <laughs> Call my mom out and burn in the bacon. Um, so he drinks a gross thing. So, and it's in, in the potion at the bottom of the bowl. It's actually the Slytherin locket. And in that, that's another Horcrux of uh, of Voldemort's. Because Tom Riddle was most likely a Slytherin, yeah. Oh God, yeah. Because he's evil. No, I it's think like, he's. I think he's a Bow Batten. I don't know what that is. It's the hoity-toity French girl. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course he is. <laughs> so then, all of a sudden, there's a bunch of a uh, creepy little fuckers that come out of the water, like some gross shit and try to attack some everybody. gross grumbling goblin shit yeah so Dumbledore then like whips out like this fucking like flamethrower out of his wand and like puts the whole thing on fire and then they're able to go back he apparates them out then more Death Eaters enter Hogwarts and they're trying to like attack everybody and then they it's back they go back up to the astronomy tower Draco disarms Dumbledore and he tells him that he was chosen by Voldemort to kill him. Snape arrives casting the killing curse on Dumbledore so that way Draco didn't didn't have to. And he kills Dumbledore. Dun 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 dun. Depresso. That is super depresso. Is that the end of the movie? Pretty much, yep. Um, He goes, then Snape tells Harry that he's actually the Half-Blood Prince. He flees. Um, Everybody's mourning over Dumbledore. Um, they find out that the locket was actually fake. Um, it contains a message from R.A.B., which they don't actually know who that is. But they find out later. Um, yeah, and there's a whole flashback when he says he's the Half-Blood Prince to, like, young Snape, right? Mm, just the... No, not really. That Most of the flashbacks of him as a kid, that happens in in the last one I think Jesus Christ I don't know my Harry Potters so what do you think of this one overall it's real dark <laughs> it's this is where they get like hella dark and like after book four the the movies aren't even about the school year anymore correct it's it's very just kind of like task based and it's just it's so depresso um that's one of the things I don't like about these movies is there's no there's no, like, time frame reference. Like, in, I want to say, like, Sorcerer's Stone, they're going through school. Like, they're in, I'm assuming they're in school for, like, how long? Like, nine months, right? Like, a yeah. school year. And, like, halfway through the movie, it'll be Christmas, and you're like, oh, it's been a couple months. The, these later movies feel like they happen over a weekend. Um, well, yes and no. Because I know, like, towards, happens. 
well, I know, like, there'll be, there'll be snow outside, and you'll be like, oh, it's towards the winter now. And then, like, they'll usually solve whatever mystery or whatever they're doing. And then when the school year's done, they're like, oh, we're happy now. It's time to go home. So you're like, okay, they probably had a couple months of being happy. But, like, I don't know. It's hard for me to tell, like, how long something takes in this universe. <laughs> Which, like, Lord of the Rings is the same problem. It takes them, like, over a year to walk to Mordor, but it's only three movies. So, like. Which, no. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So, what do you think of it? I like it. I like how it has some of the funny little quirks in it. And it kind of tries to lighten it up a little bit because of the fact that it is such a dark movie. Um, yeah. You know, like the Harry with the little pincers when he's on the when he's on the liquid luck potion or whatever, and mm-hmm. that was that was actually a very funny part. Um, just the kind of little snotty remarks everywhere, and, and there's there's some little shit in there that that does kind of lift it up a little bit. But yeah, I, I like it. It's it's in the middle for me just because of the fact like it is so depresso because Dumbledore dies. Yeah, I'm like, damn it. um so next time that we do these do you want to talk just seven and eight or do you want to do seven eight and fantastic beasts and where to find them i think we should stick with fantastic beasts and crimes of grindelwald together because of the fact that it's a prequel altogether yeah yeah that that makes sense um because with seven seven and i call it i always call it 7.1 and 7.2 because i don't want to call it eight it's not eight because it's still yeah. seven, but like there's so much kind of going on, yeah, that it could kind of there's gonna be a lot of shit that we need to clarify, definitely. Definitely, all right. So, you want to call it quits here, Chelsea? Sure, anything you want to mention? Uh, Luna is the superior witch in this series. Sorry, Hermione, but Luna is the best. Um, Brandon, just drink some lemon lime Gatorade, you fucking asshole. Yeah, Brandon, what the fuck? You literally only had to say two words. I just wanted Brandon in the back being like, (coughs) (laughs) (laughs) um, yeah, so, man, next time. Most definitely. I'll, I'll see you around. See you later. Here's my end jingle. (laughs) Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do